Welcome to The Drift, your resource on all things business strategy, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I'm your host, Aloiza, and today's guest is the founder and CEO of HiVi, a digital-first cannabis company that is changing how conscious consumers discover and adopt cannabis for their well-being. Being a first-to-market cannabis hub, HiVi is guiding consumers on their wellness journey through an inclusive community and science-powered concierge for personalized product recommendations. Welcome, Eunice. Hi, Louise. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you. I'm so excited for this. So let's go ahead and dive in. Can you share with us a little background on yourself and what got you started? Yeah. Um, so really, you can think of me as your typical second generation millennial Korean American girl, you know, who from LA and had a major awakening in her 30s, you know, grew up in a pretty standard immigrant household where I was told to play it safe, keep our head down and achieve success by working hard. I kind of blew up that notion uh, when I chose a career in fashion and media and then became an entrepreneur in the cannabis industry, no less. So sorry, mom, but also you're welcome because yay, we've discovered plant medicine. <laughs> um, as it pertains to cannabis specifically, I totally shunned it growing up, you know, with the D.A.R.E. program and it being not legal in California or uh, in the States, I considered it a harmful drug and I didn't dare pick it up. Um, I only smoked my first joint when I was 30 years old uh, while I was trying to find a natural way to support my anxiety and my sleep. And while it took months for me to really understand that cannabis needs to be highly personalized, it did change the course of my life um, enough to inspire to build a company that really changes the cannabis narrative for other new users. There's something to be said about how important it was for you personally to go through this educational period of understanding really the true, true benefits and the realities behind plant medicine. And is it safe to assume that that was really your first step? And uh, kind of walk me through what was the education process for you? Yeah, you know, um, me experiencing that whole customer journey from discovery to adoption um, and my kind of experience with that was really what inspired, you know, HiVi in the first place was, you know, we came, I came from a very uneducated place about cannabis and really the fact-based education about the plant. Um, I was going to Google, trying to figure out, you know, the right information, which obviously is a pool of misinformation, if you think about it. And um, trying to discover and self-medicate was a, a lot of trial and error, a lot of wasted time, energy, and money. Um, and that really, I really want to change that. And, and as this industry is growing, we want to make sure that we're taking care and centering the customer who is ultimately opening their wallets to, to support the industry. So. Definitely a lot that we want to unpack there too. And I'm sure we'll kind of cover that throughout today. Uh, taking a couple steps back though, you know, you started in the media journalism space. Is that right? Yeah, um, I started my career in journalism, working at local magazines, and then eventually moving on to Condé Nast, where I was in New York, uh, working for titles like W and Vogue. And that's where I thought I was going to be, you know, until I had this uh, very ex um, exciting kind of personal pivot. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Well, what would you say are some learnings that you gained from your past roles with Vogue that essentially made an impact on how you run HiVi. Yeah, um, my role at Vogue really taught me how to work hard, right? Work hard to stay on top of your game. And, you know, my first company here now, which I started, I launched in 2015, you know, taught me how to be a CEO. 
um, of a company. You know, I didn't go to business school. So my career and really my self work journey over the past five years informed me to be the entrepreneur I am today. Um, and I see myself as a big dreamer, but also an expert mechanic now with that experience of working on teams, working for a big corporate, and then, you know, starting a startup as well, um, who in, I've seen myself as taking those learnings um, to now be that entrepreneur who knows how to solve a problem and get things done. So much power behind that. You know, I'm personally someone that is just such a big fan of education. I, I feel like I can't, I can't stop going back to school. Um, but one of the things that I've always just kind of stressed about is how important it is to have those experiences, those life experiences to really right. give us this better understanding of what's truly out there in the world and how to um, better maneuver conversations, how to become an executive, how to run a business. Like all of these are different things that Unfortunately, you don't necessarily learn through uh, actual formal education. So it's important yeah. that you had that experience from the journalism space through such a large brand and organization like Vogue to get you to where you are today. Yeah, I'm I'm a learner by doer. Um, and I think being in drastically different environments, right, and understanding what's important to you know, create a community to run a business, to know every aspect of the business too, not just be the CEO, but be the intern, be be the operator, be everything um, to know exactly how you want and what your business is going to become. Now, kind of going into more current state, you know, the health and wellness industry has truly evolved over time. I mean, we went to a point where at first, health and wellness purely just meant, oh, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a 30 to 60 minute workout. But now it went to kind of this next evolution, whereas people are starting to take a look at holistic health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And then now the evolution that you're in right now and, and future facing is personalizing that experience to the consumer. And with personalized health being this new quote unquote gold standard in business, can you walk me through how you adopted this notion of creating a personalized wellness experience for cannabis? Yeah, you know, I think uh, when it comes to holistic wellness and well-being, obviously, I think the pandemic also helped really make that uh, a big realization for folks is how important is and how, how do you prioritize your health and your wellness from mental to physical to emotional health? And what steps are you taking to, to make sure that you are feeling and, and acting on your best self? And, you know, um, when it comes to, to cannabis, I think a lot of people, especially new users, they hear the word cannabis and they think of this like one plant and one goal, which is to get you high, right? I think that that's kind of the, the stereotypical and um, historical way that people have consumed this plant. But we now know that there are over 250,000 different ways to utilize cannabis for different wellness focus goals from help with your stress to help with sleep to even better sex, right? And it really depends on how you use this plant strategically for your body type, your age, your weight, all of these factors that make you individual to who you are. So we really do need to personalize this experience. We need to get granular with formulations. People need to be educated and understand the different cannabinoids and strains that make up this dynamic plant 
and, um, and not take that generalized one size fits all approach. You know, when I learned that um, customers are spending nearly $400, you know, when trying to find the right product for them, you know, frankly, I think I spent more than that. And I still deal with some hidden hits or misses when I'm consuming cannabis. You know, I knew that building a personalized service uh, will really be able to help so many people learn the right way to adopt and shop this uh, shop cannabis for their unique needs. And the industry is only getting larger, right? It's projected to be nearly $90 million um, in the next six years. That's the size of the entire U.S. beauty market, right? And so we really should be centering the customer and the customer experience um, to build that lifetime loyalty and that support uh, for, for this plant. <laughs> Love that. And, I, and you're right, we're learning so much more about the benefits of the plant, how we can be smarter about it. And mm-hmm. something that you touched on as well is this kind of this introductory phase and how I've always seen it, even with just really everything and every single um, business in the health and wellness sector is that the introduction is the most important part. If we can mm-hmm. properly onboard, give the right introduction, give the right education, tell them the process and also personalize that experience. That's how we're really going to be able to shift the, the, I guess, really honest, honestly, the stigmas on that specific service brand product and so forth. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things and kind of value propositions that I found with high vibe myself was actually the concierge piece. Mm-hmm. So can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more about what the cannabis concierge is and how truly consumers can expect to interact with the brand in that way? Yeah. So our cannabis concierge is really what it sounds like. It's that white glove experience personalizes cannabis for your unique needs. And it starts with a three minute algorithmic quiz that addresses over 37 potential goals uh, to really onboard the user into our HiVi ecosystem. And that part is very similar to um, what users are used to today with like a stitch fix for fashion or function of for beauty. And once we have that data and once we've kind of introduced ourselves and, and um, to the user, uh, from there, we match the user with the right product formula, form, uh, right products based on all of the data we know on product formulations and the latest in research. And then from there, they take those recommendations, which really are products in the highest tier of um, highest tier in the marketplace, and they're able to shop it through our site's marketplace. And what I'm most excited about, though, is the fact that we not only recommend the products and they're able to purchase it in like a one-stop shop, but we stay with the user throughout their evolving journey. We provide tools like an easy cannabis journal to log their experiences and keep track of their sessions so that it can help us be more informed to make better recommendations, but also grow as they're growing. Um, So, you know, with the concierge, we're really like signing on to their wellness journey and supporting them each step of the way. And, you know, there's so many benefits of having this process from the get go, because all in all, I mean, one, it gets consumers comfortable because they feel that this brand that your brand that your product service offering is truly customizing the experience and customizing their products and offerings to them. And that in itself is such a big win because the learning curve is probably the the hardest part for consumers and getting from point a to point b is is another another big obstacle that they're having to face as well and having that white glove service having somebody next to them that is showing them and guiding them along the way in a way that's also speaking directly to them 
is incredibly important. And ultimately that'll gain better buy-in across the board as well. Yeah, thank, thank you for mentioning that and, and noting that that's our vision, right? You know, cannabis coming from that illegal, highly stigmatized space can be very overwhelming and intimidating to to adopt and get into. There are so many people who are curious about this because we're looking for more and more natural ways to feel better. But it, the industry is not set up to really welcome welcome consumers yet, right? So, you know, hi is really meant to provide that support and make it accessible and, and in a way that really resonates um, through that wellness and self-care lens. Yeah. Of course, of course. Now, how do you think about educating the masses on the truths of the cannabis industry? Yeah, um, educating consumers about the plant um, with really fact-based and verified research and real historical data has been a huge priority from Hi-Vi's launch. You know, it's so much misinformation and propaganda has con- conditioned our perspectives through the decades, um, including a really detrimental war on drugs, which devastated communities, especially black and brown lives. And I think it's really important that we educate uh, users on the history, the science, and provide that through credible and factual accounts to repair that damage, but also set the record straight so that customers can start looking at cannabis through the right lens. And you have consumers that are interested in learning more. Is there, do you have a recommendations on where they should go? Yeah, they come to me. They can come to Hi-Vi, <laughs> right? We provide long-form articles and education, both from a science standpoint, from a cultural standpoint, from a political standpoint, and we provide as much you know, coming from the journalism space, that that side of things is very much alive. And I think that's what really brought our community into um, existence in the first place was people were looking for for a, a resource that was trustworthy and credible. And we, we started by providing that type of content. Um, so the more you know, right, you know, learning all of that will help kind of set that solid foundation to then start consuming and, and supporting the industry in the right way. And you touch on something that I actually speak very frequently to is you don't know what you don't know and having credible resources, having validated resources as well, not only provides value to the business because you are creating this culture and whereas consumers are actually just learning from you and the concept of learning just ultimately creates this really positive community across the board. Yeah, we really want to educate and empower, ultimately empower the user to make decisions about their wellness on their own, not having to rely, you know, on us or, or, or um, bud tenders or some or friends and other people, right? Really understanding cannabis for themselves so that they can make the decisions that are right for them. I love that. Now, how do you see the cannabis industry evolving over time? Yeah, <laughs> well, like I mentioned, I'm a big dreamer and I'm quite optimistic. So I envision an in- industry that's evolving to one that's much more equitable on all fronts, be it gender, race, or status, um, because it currently isn't. I mean, currently it's 82% white cis male led and only 8% of CEOs are women, right? That's staggering. Um, and no, I will not accept that. So I, I envision an industry that is much more equitable. And I, and I also want cannabis to become a truly viable and accessible solution for people and their needs. Um, 
if can, if we can support our issues with natural solutions, like why shouldn't we know about that, right? Um, and we should be, have access to it. So I see those floodgates opening. I see more people consuming cannabis, not just to get high, but to feel better. And I see more people of color and more women at the helm of this industry. Oh, I love that. <laughs> awesome. Well, one of the things that we kind of touched on early on when it, when it came to high buy is actually it being a digital first company and mm-hmm. looking more from that digital lens, how do you intend technology to play a role in moving the industry forward and really moving your business forward? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm definitely personally very ambitious about tech and data leading the charge. Um, but I see, I see tech really transforming commerce distribution and testing in this industry already you know, what started as word of mouth dealers sharing the plant and, and getting it in the hands of consumers. Now you see, you know, digital first delivery platforms and, and, and transactional POS and CRM systems and, and, and tech enabled, you know, labs and science taking over the whole testing side of the plants for more consistency and accessibility. So, you know, what was in, in, you know, initially an ancestral plant, plant that was farmed from the soil is now something that's truly scalable and consistent thanks to tech and data really modernizing the industry. And one of the big things that I've always viewed about it too is the digital just also provides us a means to provide additional access and mm-hmm. access in the right way too. Right, 100%. Um, you know, for me, learning and consuming cannabis could have only happened because I was accessing content education and community through the digital channels. Cool. Well, any exciting things coming up that we can expect from you and Hi-Fi? Ooh, yeah, lots. Uh, we're currently in private beta with our cannabis concierge. So I encourage anyone who's interested to sign up and experience that with us as an early tester. Uh, we're building, consistently building and rolling out new features, and I really want feedback of our community to help us improve and put our best foot forward. After all, this is a company that's built for the consumer, so having that feedback would be amazing. Um, yeah, uh, and also currently in fundraising, so that my CTO and medical advisor and I can really take that powerful first step uh, into actualizing this ma- massive opportunity. So open to connecting to, to with interested folks. I'm excited to, to lead some really big announcements in the near future. Wonderful. All right, final question. If you could give advice to a young woman that is desiring to be a future entrepreneur, what would you share with them? Oh, thank you so much for this. I love this question. Um, my advice to a budding entrepreneur would be to be authentic and steadfast in yourself and your vision. Uh, you are unique and qualified to execute on your dream and no one can beat you in that. Um, so you, if you have that conviction from within um, that you're the person to do it, then you certainly can. Um, entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster and, and it has even a higher barrier to entry as a woman. Um, so that conviction and belief in yourself will carry you through the hard days and will push you even further on your best days. That was amazing. Well, thank you, Eunice, for your time. And as mentioned, make sure to check out HiVi for a personalized solution to cannabis. Looking to hear more about what's happening in the health, wellness, and sports industry? Subscribe to this podcast, and we'll catch you next time on The Drift.